Hey, we're trying to record a bloody podcast here. <laughs> I think that'd be ideal. Come on in. Are we actually rolling? <laughs> well, it's recording at the moment. It's not a struggle unless it's a struggle. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but for some, um, some people, being an actor, a breeze. You're encouraging us to use this podcast to tell me I'm shit. <laughs> so we we hit the charts. We did. We hit the charts. Last week. Nice. Thank you, everyone. Uh, yeah, appreciate it. For, for that, by the way. For the uh, likes and shares. Someone comments. must have been listening because we couldn't pay off iTunes. I don't know. Might be a bit complicated. To no. I tried. I sent a few emails. A few <laughs> checks. A few <laughs> checks in the mail. We offered various things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was good. It was good. Yeah, really How happy How did you with the enjoy your newfound status? As podcaster, <laughs> as chart, what, what is it? It's not chart, chart topping, topper. but yeah. chart hovering. <laughs> chart Luke hovering. McMahon. Yeah, um, really enjoying it. <laughs> Real, I'm just loving. We it. have now gone, gone down a few, few, uh, few points. Let's stay but positive. We'll, huh? well, we'll stay positive. We're yeah. going to climb back up. Yeah, we're there. Um, really happy that people are listening. We've I- interestingly. <laughs> Speaking of the meta, uh, we created a first podcast and one of the topics that we talked about was whether or not critical feedback was valuable. <laughs> and then we asked for critical feedback of our friends by, by putting it up on social media and things like that. So it's been interesting to hear the feedback um, from people. So what have we heard? We've heard... Um, soothing. Someone, someone said it was very soothing. <laughs> I feel I've got a more grating quality, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. I'm, so I'm glad. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you've got, oh, you've definitely got the soothe. Well, I think it's something to do with the way that I'm <laughs> kind of... <laughs> you are always... Lounging on this bed. <laughs> on the bed. Maybe we should stop. So, Compressing the vocal folds. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I used to listen to this dude, uh, Classic Tales, the Classic Tales podcast, before going to bed. Very soothing. This is... Uh, English actor reading classic mm. tales. Um, so if you want to listen to this before you go to bed, maybe, I don't know. Might put Sweet you acting dreams. Uh, what else did we hear? We hear that, heard... Um, Stop being so apologetic. We heard yes, that, didn't we? Yes, we did. I thought you were just telling me off there. I was like, <laughs> I was just yeah, we heard that a bit, didn't we? Yeah. So from now on, we're going to pretend Fun. to be authorities. Well, let's not sell out so quickly. No, we are. <laughs> um, but we'll try to... Um, not be so apologetic. Sorry, not sorry. Perhaps. Mm. What else have you heard? Yeah, that was about the end of it. So maybe, <laughs> maybe you don't need that many people listening to uh, get on the charts. Mm. Um, but that's something that that I think we both want. We want it to be. Um, we we want the podcast to adapt to the listeners, right? Um, absolutely. What people want to hear, what people want to talk about. Um, so to be interactive in that way. Which is a fine point, actually, to uh, we are just talking about before. If you want to get involved, uh, jump on the Stagemook Facebook. So it's just uh, facebook.com forward slash Stagemook. Yeah. Uh, or same at Stagemook on Twitter. Uh, mm. If you have any uh, any thoughts, any... Uh, Comments, uh, burning questions. Topics, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
um, get involved because, um, as you can see, we're, we're running low. Without, 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 <laughs> well, without, we're not without running low, <laughs> but I think I mean you know all of the topics oh, there we go. are interesting. That was a us. bit that was a bit apologetic, wasn't it? Uh, was it? Yeah. Called, well, not yeah, apologetic. Maybe it was. It was more like I think that was borderline apologetic. It was sort of like, mate, you know, who are you kidding? We could talk about this for days <laughs> on end, non-stop, and in fact, we do. We certainly do. We've actually got a timer on this time because. Uh, we we almost got up to an hour last time. Didn't yeah, we? we we were pushing the the boundaries of what people are <laughs> prepared <laughs> to listen to. What I to accept. Yeah, yeah. If um, you're listening to it before bed, that'll keep you up. Mm. Um. So six minutes in ish, maybe we should uh, loosely aim to get on, but get back on the uh, the acting bandwagon. Yeah, but also one of the things that I thought was important was that we tell people who we are. Um, oh, all right. Yeah, I yeah. I like. You know, hopefully some people that we don't know are listening to this podcast, so maybe it's a good idea to give a, a brief history right. of Andrew Hill and Luke McMahon. Luke's pulling out some paperwork. He's got something prepared. No, no. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear more about you. Who, um, who are you? What are you doing? Where did you come from? Where are you going? Mm. I've been everywhere, man. Such big questions. Um, Why acting for you? <laughs> Pause. Yeah, why acting? Well, I did. I think I've just always done it. I d- I did it, it growing up and in high school, and it's just something. Uh, I think I've got. Well, I'm definitely going down with some undiagnosed ADD or ADHD. And you I got think some deficit, some attention, <laughs> attention deficit. And if you've got, yeah, and if you've definitely, you know, if you need that extra attention. Getting yeah. up on a stage <laughs> is the way to go. I'm not sure if <laughs> attention um, is... I don't That's think those two types of it. attention are, um, are necessarily related. <laughs> but okay. Well, I've got yeah, the right. one which is where you... Where you <laughs> so the stage you, is the you solution. You want more attention? Or in order to focus your attention, you, you go on stage? Ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, so you reckon ADD is... You 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 can't. You've got a lack of attention for other people. I I I think that in that context, it's about focusing your attention. Yes, yeah, see, but so I think it's a lack of focusing because you want people to be focusing on you. <laughs> you know, That's it goes both ways. Thing. It's like, you know, y- the people who can really focus on stuff, mm. they're pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be focusing on them. So if you're focusing on this podcast right now, Andy thinks you're boring. Yes, exactly. Yeah, sure. So you wanted you wanted to get s- you you enjoyed um, performing, being up on stage, entertaining people. Yeah, I think especially making people mm. laugh because mm. it was such a it's such instant gratification, isn't it? Yeah. Really, uh, um. So yeah, and then I I just kind of kept doing it, and I. So yeah, comedies, comedies where you reside. Well, I don't really, but I—that's I, what what I'd like to do more. But I, I guess, no, I guess yeah, I do. I, I mean, but it's hard, isn't it? Like we're talking about when you when you get into this life of actually the day to day being an actor, it's not like most people, in a commercial sense, would maybe look at me and go, "Oh, he'd be a great." I think clown. you're pretty funny looking. I oh, you think? Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's so sweet. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, I think, yeah. 
No, without getting too deep, that's that's probably it. I mean, I think I just loved doing it, and then it just I just kept happening, and then. Cool. So, what's what's your dream job? Mm. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think something. Uh, something comic, something comic for on sure. On stage, or yeah, and I think stage is still still a passion, or something classic. I've always liked, uh, you know, Shakespeare and doing, you know, that sort of heightened text mm. stuff, you know. Yeah, I reckon that's probably it. Cool. Probably need to think about that a bit more, don't I? What I'm putting out there. Oh, well, not really. I mean, you still know. Still doing the, yeah. As long um, as you're loving it. What about yourself? What about myself? Dream job. Uh, uh, what about myself, Andy? Let's backtrack. Luke, how yeah. did how did young Luke fall, to fall on the stage? Oh, uh, church, I think. You church? Yeah. You're a church man. OG? Yeah, originally. Yeah. Right. Grew up well in the a... family's... Religious? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Grew up in a um, Christian household. So, you know. I never knew that. Didn't you? No. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, So, I think, uh, you know, being a part of the nativity play earlier on. <laughs> uh, but also doing Many things like... Many would have started. In the nativity play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who yep. are you playing? Uh, Joseph, I think. Joseph, I think I yeah. played Joseph. Maybe, mm, maybe I brought some frankincense or myrrh. Yeah, I'm trying to think what are the what are the, what are the, what are the uh. principal characters in that one? Because <laughs> uh, Jesus is a bit of a yeah, and I was never up for Mary. I mean, I thought I no. could do it, but they wouldn't let me. Um, but also, you know, reading in front of a congregation of people, um, getting up there and they go up for the Bible reading. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Right. I liked it. Yeah, oh, right. I, I, I liked that early on. I didn't I didn't really associate that with, with acting, but I think it's definitely shaped who I am. So did you sort of did you really give some uh, give a performance to the to the Bible passages? Yeah, I think I think naturally I when I read words um, publicly, I I try to convey some some underlying emotional um, content to it, you know, like I try to get out what the person's thinking, what they're feeling, mm. uh, you know, not just a like an intellectual read of of the words, um, you know. So, so I, I I I've always understood the words and tried to make them human when I'm when I'm saying them. Um, do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I'm just trying to think of um, yeah. Because I think, you know, uh, b perhaps people who aren't performers, actors, whatever, um, focus too heavily on sense. Like, I've got to make this sentence that I'm reading make sense to people, uh, make it, you know, so that they have an intellectual understanding of it. But I, but I find um, if you can give stuff some subtext and think about where the, where the reader's coming from and... Yeah, I mean, we've all heard people read great poetry really poorly, and you go, oh, oh come on. <laughs> you know. Come on, come mate. On, mate. You can do better than that. Well, you know, the poet wasn't writing it in that voice. You know, they had some some inner angst going on. To a sunny sky. Yeah. <laughs> um, my mistress eyes. Well, that's I, yeah, that's very interesting. Sun. I didn't, I never, never, never imagined that. 
Yeah, so I think naturally yeah, that you so. know I just I I did that early on, and then mm. um, in high school, uh, you know, pretty terrible student, perhaps a little bit of the the deficit myself. <laughs> um, not particularly good at concentrating on on classwork, except for in drama. Um, but also, you know, I had that uh, that conflict that a lot of kids have, where you where you choose the at the time, the cooler thing, and I chose skateboarding. I chose skateboarding, um, and and focused all of my time and attention on skate, getting good at skateboarding, which I certainly don't regret. Um, and that has a lot of performative elements as well. Do yeah, you think you learn anything, any crossover in the? In the yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah, for me, pr- um, skateboarding at a at a kind of heading towards the professional level you know, competitive skateboarding, skate comps. Um, it is a theatre, you know. There's a huge number of people watching. Um, you're often in solo runs on your own in a skate park for two minutes and you've got to be, you know, on fire. You've got to be entertaining. Mm. You've got to do technically difficult things. Um, I guess it's quite credit Like, cause do you pre-plan... Yeah. A run? Yeah. You always would? Yeah. Yeah, right. And I mean, you leave some room for for improv, for I guess. Which yeah. is very similar to yeah, I've never thought a lot of acting, really, because you that balance between leaving room for... Preparation and creativity. Uh, bit of magic, yeah. but also uh, yeah, being structured enough so you're not freaking out the other actors and giving some sort of consistent performance. Mm. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I've always liked that... Um, huge pressure situations you like the pressure i lo- i lo- in that you know where when i have one single uh focus um and uh, and i've prepared for it in skateboarding you know you prepare for a day mm. especially if you travel for a skate comp and you've never skated on the park that you're competing on you you, you know you arrive early in the morning and you look at the obstacles and you go how can i adapt my trick set to these obstacles and what will be what will add the wow factor to my run um so so skateboard yeah um skateboarded for 10 years and then um in year 12 i think it was um i walked into a casting process for a local production of black rock um where my Year twelve drama teacher uh, was was she was directing a show outside of school, um, and I was like, oh, cool, Mandy, do you mind if I, you know, um, read for this? Mm. And uh, and then we had to we had to write a little essay. It was like, uh, what character <laughs> would you like? By essay. Yeah, it was like, what character would you like to play and why? And I remember I was like, oh. I'd really like to play the baddie. <laughs> oh, you did recut. You know, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I really want to play the baddie. And then I was like, and if not the baddie, I'd like to play the goodie. So I was like pitching myself pretty high from the start, <laughs> apparently, going for the protagonist or the antagonist. Um, yeah, that's right, because you've done this play. Oh, yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, and, and then I ended up getting the protagonist. Mm. The lead. You were a goodie in her eyes. I was a goodie, apparently, yeah. Um, 
so that was cool. Uh, and 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 that production because it was kind of controversial and um, you know there were a bunch of really great young actors involved, many of whom have gone on to to train and and do more um, in Bendigo or Melbourne or mm. you know away from my hometown, which is Bendigo, like I just said. Um, that, that got me addicted. Yeah. Yeah, right. And I think I did a reasonable job. I don't know. Looking back, not convinced, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. It's funny though, isn't it, when you think back on the things you did, you're like, I remember that being good, but maybe if I saw it now. Yeah. It'd be pretty. But I think it was, I, I, you know, I, I do. I think it was okay. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm sure it was. For a, a 17 year old. Yeah. It was a really good role for me mm. at that time. So that got me hooked. Um, and, and, and the rest is history. The rest is history. Mm. Um, yeah, good. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird what brings us to do this, isn't it? And perhaps it's good to re- reflect. It is, yeah, yeah. And for you, it's a, it's a, you, you do a combination of creative performing... Well, I need to find any, any way to get that ADD hit. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet, sweet <laughs> <Look> <laughs> <of> attention. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> yeah, what does acting without acting mean? It just means that, you know, you, know, you don't want to see the actor at work. Right. You want to hide the technique. It's acting. It's doing the job. It's the craft. So you hide the actor's effort. But he's still acting. Yeah, of course you're acting. Right. Who could be acting with acting? That could be a title, too. Yeah. Yeah. Having said that, I think this is a terrific title. Because it, it does happen a lot that I find in my creative pursuits that it is kind of out of chaos that you find things. Mm. Like, you know, if you... That's why... And, and you hear it from a lot of... Just to j- jump straight into the acting chat. Um, Did you just apologise? <laughs> I think that was an apology. I don't know. We'll have to well, ask. Yeah. Was that an apology? Um, what am I saying? Uh, yeah, like a lot of the really good directors you speak to will be, wh- one of the things you always hear is, I like actors who offer loads of ideas, play, have fun. Because mm. I think they understand that out of just trying stuff, yeah, good things can happen. Mm. So yeah, I mean, you see, yeah, there are some terrible... Pr- Terrible examples of uh, people who can't play, right? I mean, you watch, <laughs> you watch *Bold and the Beautiful*, for example. You know, some well, yeah, some I mean, of those they've actors. They've probably gone in, gone. I have to do it this certain way because I'm on this certain show, and it has a, a style, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. and so exactly, they probably don't have any room to bring their own creativity. So important auditioning, knowing the style of the show that you're going into, isn't it? Hmm. Um, so, lovely segue there. Uh, that's a very good point. Yeah. Because um, if you're giving a bold and beautiful performance and you're... Do you think, though, do you think you... Auditioning um, for Woody Allen, he's not going to love it. Do you think you chain, you, you do adapt? Or you just always... I think, yeah, I think sometimes, like, I think my my adapting goes too far <laughs> and end up, like, overplaying that um, that style. And and it can become a wash, you know. I guess that's a that's a form of judgment. 
it's important to know, but then have I think a uh, a fully three dimensional character in that style. You know, I just had a thought here. We've been talking a bit before about having a bit more interaction. We uh we use Facebook and Twitter. If you guys have any thoughts at during. Stage Milk, yeah. So it's forward slash Stage Milk or at Stage Milk for Twitter. Um, I thought that was a really interesting uh, point to ask people is do you adapt your performance to what you're auditioning for? Because I reckon some people might have some might have some strong views on that one. Right, yeah. I mean, I guess if I'm going to play devil's advocate on that, you go, well, actually, truthfulness and um, believability of performance and all of that kind of stuff is the most important thing. So you shouldn't change style. Style shouldn't change. Well, one area I find really funny talking about this is when you go for an ad Mm -hmm. and every single time you go for an ad, they go, look, it's going to keep really real. You know, Mm. grab the pizza out of the... uh, freezer and yeah you're just really happy it's on a good sale price yeah and you pull the thing out <laughs> and you do a lovely gentle smile i mean you know what you're so doing you're a in a room pulling your thing out with a gentle smile gentle smile going <laughs> yeah really all. loving this pizza and you feel really natural and they're just like yeah good bit bigger <laughs> yeah takes you about six takes <laughs> yeah. by the end of it you've got the biggest smile you've ever had in your life <laughs> and you're <laughs> that's right before you've done anything that you know it's like yeah, we, we just we, we just want a real you know real p- person, real every time. No no performance, no sell, no nothing. And then every single time I think I've ever done an ad, it's yeah, just a bit more smile, bit bigger, bit happier. It's yeah. like no one is just love it. No one's getting a couple of pizzas out of the the freezer at the supermarket and going. Yeah, <laughs> no one can see the face I just did before. They, it was before big. they've even tasted it. It's exactly, just, it's just getting it out of the freezer, man. I mean, so most much. people are pretty pumped getting the things out of the freezer and they don't even change their expression. They're just thinking, uh, God, that's, that's going to be good later. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that, that, looks pre- that was a pretty good piece of acting right there. I like <laughs> that. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but you wouldn't I'd get that with that one, would you? <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. yeah. What, do you, you, what do you think about the ad one? At the yeah, well, my mate uh, Scott Parkin that I've worked with on a commercial, he does a lot of voiceovers. Um at California Gravy, I think is his Twitter handle. Um, he he's, he he tells great stories about this because he you know um, he he's directed all the time for voiceovers, and they're always like, yeah, we want a real person. We just want to hear a really natural, natural voice. You know, real that real guy. And then of course y- you hear it on the radio, and it's like now only four ninety nine. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Like, it's like hard sell, right? So you go into the room for some, like, random soft sell, like, oh, I really love this product. Uh, and it only cost me four ninety nine. You know, like, uh, you, you delivered that. But, but actually, it just ends up, like, slam <laughs> you in the face with it. Just, like, hit those eardrums with product and price point and everything in, like, five seconds. Yeah. Well, that's the thing as well with ads. The, the end product you always see is just incredibly over the top which is the top uh, I remember, well, I remember not necessarily always incredibly over the top but there's the yeah, conflict sorry, between client quite and quite a generalization there but director. um i remember i had a, a good girlfriend who it pays the bills don't 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 be too <laughs> harsh <laughs> um who was doing an ad which we won't go into but um she did it every time you know director going yeah yeah good just keep it real keep it real nice and natural and they were like yeah, yeah look we'll just do one 
We'll just do one where you just go just really over the top. Just, just for fun. We're not going to use it. Yeah. You know, yeah, the amount of times you hear this. Yeah. We're not going to use it. Uh, just go really big. Really big. Over the top. Be as big as you can. Mm, mm, pizza. What do you think happens? Watching, watching the ad six months later. <laughs> cool. Bingo. Bingo. The biggest <laughs> acting you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. So. Well, wh- I remember one of our teachers at drama school was... Um, and it, she, she was very much. Um, she was training us to be director proof, um, mm. and and you got to look after yourself a little bit. I mean, if she didn't deliver that cheesy performance, they couldn't have used it. Mate, another absolutely beautiful segue and a really interesting topic because I totally agree. Because I think if you, um, especially with some of the film stuff I've done, like. If you completely put your trust in people, mm. for the most part, directors, you can get pretty much like a lot of stuff by a director. Like I'm again talking in general terms, but in some of the, a lot of the things I've done at this point, mm-hmm. like directors aren't going, yeah, like really nitpicking a performance. And it's not usually their fault. It's not that they're bad or anything. It's just that, that it's such, such fast paced. Yeah, and that it's your job to do the acting. Yeah, so... Yeah, you you absolutely do have to look after yourself because a couple of weird over-the-top moments can just really stand out. Yeah. And not be ideal. Yeah, and it's your reputation on the line at the end of the day, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, I'm not talking about getting in an argument every time a director asks you to do something. You should have a lot of faith in your director. Um, but it's worth it's always worth asking the question. Um well, you know, what does this add to the story, or um, do you do you know do you think that this is appropriate? <laughs> or so if I'll, if certainly yeah. if you're asked to do something that that wasn't in the role when you were cast, and is part of the deal memo that you've signed and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. You'd have a few. I'm more words. yeah yeah. I reckon raise the eyebrow, raise the question. Oh. That's how you see that one. Go to the yeah. oh yeah, you sure yeah. Go. Run to the run to the toilet and call your agent. <laughs> <laughs> they want me to do this because literally you don't want to end up with your pants down um, if you're not if you're not getting paid the right amount or or if you know if you don't want to mm. and it's not what you signed up for. See, that's another interesting point. Is yeah, how do you, how. Do you have a bit of a diva meter in terms of when you're... Because there is a balance, isn't there? Especially early on, like... The diva meter. The diva meter. I like it. Um, you know, how... What what you'll accept and what you won't? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think my diva, my inner diva, is um, starting to flourish. <laughs> um, just because... Um, I mean, perhaps even the idea of a diva comes from like people being challenged who don't like being challenged or something. Like, maybe the term is unfair. And to perpetuate the term maybe is wrong. Um, I think, I think that we all, we all put, we, actors put themselves in, situations where they are incredibly vulnerable and often that that gets um taken advantage of and 
Um, we all need to look after ourselves and yeah, sometimes it is worth cracking the shits. Well, I don't know if you remember, we had a fantastic first AD when we did some films at drama school. Nigel. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember him talking to us about that he w- actually gave permission for actors to really be, I don't know how he worded it, but it was something to the effect of you have every right to be a little bit of a, Diva sounds a terrible word to use there, but you know, that, that, because everyone, everything else is so technical setting up and then an actor just has to come into this where you've got so much going on around you. Yeah. And you're expected to do this very, a lot of the time, very personal, very intimate kind of scenes. Mm. And it's sort of like, okay, go, just do it. Do it now. You know, so you kind of have to do what you need to do to get yourself into a point where you can give that. Yeah. You know, and if that means you have to... Have to take a moment, ask for a moment. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it is is about... Or like if you don't want someone to see, you know, see you in your trailer as as you're getting changed or something, you know, like maybe... Maybe yeah, exactly. If you're about to go and do a, a, a very intense scene and, and you want some time on your own like that, yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know. Yeah, and that uh, that applies to a couple of things. That one of one example I was talking about yesterday with someone was um, lockouts. Some theatre companies or productions will absolutely lock performance, lock audience out when the performance starts. And I think some people and theatre companies and um, venues that have companies operating within them will be like, well, you got to let latecomers in at some point. And I think some some productions just say, no, we don't. This. So what's the standard rule usually? Most. Yeah, I think I think you try to find a point within the first half hour where, you know, like during a set change or. Um, some kind of musical interlude or something, but not in the middle of someone's monologue yeah, yeah. or like in that really gripping silence that's held by the <laughs> performers. You know, like... Because they're always going to the seats in the middle, aren't they? Just, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, even though the usher's going, the back, up the back, <laughs> follow the light. They're like, no, my seat's in hay row. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I think sometimes... Yeah, what do you think? Like, um, No, I think, yeah... I think obviously it's the balance, isn't it, with all this stuff, but I, I feel that as well a little bit. I think as well, when one thing I find really interesting is we obviously study together and we had a great movement uh, teacher who really emphasised safety for us. Yeah. Um, and about kind of the same thing with the acting, is looking after yourself. And, you know, and some of the f- things I've done, there's this kind of like, kind of cavalier approach that it's like, you know, I was doing some uh, something and they were like, oh yeah, and just just fall down. And it mm. was right onto concrete. And I even <laughs> feel like a bit of a diva saying this because it's like, well, just, you know, there's this sort of attitude that's like, you know, especially being being a man as well. It's like, oh yeah, just just fall onto the concrete. And it's like, is well, there actually for a... For film or for yeah. stage. Yeah, right. And it's like, is there actually a point where you go... Yeah, like I'm gonna hurt myself. I'm like a fairly large man, you know, and and there's this kind of attitude. How tall are you? Up. Yeah, sitting about six six. Six so foot six. Six foot six. That's so a long way down. It's a long way down, and especially if they're sort of not just like you know find some graceful way to the ground. It's like, can you just look like you're just passing out and just collapse onto the ground? You kind of like, 
you know, and everyone's around going, yeah, yeah, that would look great, great. So like, can I, I have a mat, please? Yeah, well, I did I mean, ask for a mat, and they did it, but yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that's that's a fantastic example of of how you can be demanding, and as long as you word it correctly, and mm. you sh- you you shouldn't. If people label you a diva for asking for a mat, then I don't think they're very good at their, <laughs> their job. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations for sticking up for yourself. Well, thank you. Mm. But it's funny, even now you feel like, yeah, maybe that was a bit, you know. No, rocket. Rocket. Embrace it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fantastic. Well, that's all we have time for today, guys. So yes. Thanks, thanks so much for uh, sticking with us. Absolutely. Thanks very much for listening. And make sure you hit us up at Stage Milk on Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Stage Milk. We'd love to hear from you. My handle's also at LH McMahon. And do you have a handle on Twitter? Yeah, go. You could probably try something. At Andrew. <laughs> at Andrew Hurl would be better than something. <laughs> at something will be um, something else. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, we'll definitely try and weave any sort of ideas that people have. Into yeah, chuck questions into at us. Um, topics of conversation. Anything. Just um, hashtag let's talk acting. Fantastic. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs>